the Jaden Rashada commitment, big as it is, should just be the beginning. So let's take a look at what happens next. You are Locked on Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricanes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Alex Dono, your host. I'm a University of Miami alumnus, longtime South Florida sports radio vet, including pregame and postgame for Miami Hurricanes football. And thank you so much for making Locked On Canes your first listen today. We're available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. This episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. I am still buzzing off of Jaden Rashada's verbal commit to Miami on Sunday. It's almost 24 hours later. I'm I'm still smiling from ear to ear. But guys, if you talk to Mario Cristobal, you talk to Jaden Rashada himself, you talk to any player on that roster, any coach on that staff, the work isn't over. The work is just starting. Okay. Um, you know, they have a whole season to get through before Rashada even arrives on campus. Let's not forget they've got one of the best quarterbacks in the country in there right now in Tyler Van Dyke. TV Dimes, I think it's gonna be incredible this year. Uh, but my hope would be, and we're already seeing some evidence on this, my friends, for those who are social media savvy and you see what Rashada's been tweeting about. If any of you do come into contact with various recruits or various people who are close to the Miami program. You're seeing some of this happening. Momentum is a real thing. So Miami gets the verbal commit from one of the best quarterbacks in the country, uh, second best at the time, uncommitted quarterback left right behind Dante Moore, top five in the country at the quarterback position, four-star, but let me – borderline five-star you're splitting hairs when you start to say is Rashad a four-star or a five-star and you know the expectation here is you get a big-time recruit like this especially with you know several months left before national signing day early signing days almost six months away late signing days a little under eight months away this is going to build more momentum because Talent wants to surround themselves with talent. And all of a sudden, uncommitted wide receivers, uncommitted offensive linemen are going to look at this and say, okay, I want to be around this program, that I want to play with that quarterback. I see Miami's building something special. It's also big. Rashada picking Miami over the likes of Texas A&M, Ole Miss, Florida, and LSU. Those were his other four finalists. If you go back a couple of weeks, he had seven finalists with Cal and Oregon also in the mix, or UCLA and Oregon, uh, excuse me, and he ended up kind of wheedling those two out of it. This is really, really big for Miami. Now, if you go just by the single commit of Jaden Rashada, what it does to Miami in a vacuum and I mentioned this yesterday. We had a special right after the Rashada commit. We reacted to it. We broke it down. And I mentioned I didn't have like the numbers in front of me at the time that I know that just this one commit, this is really going to boost Miami's ranking, like the recruiting ranking 24-7 rivals for the class of 2023, that this alone is going to bring Miami up a, a few notches. So Jaden Rashada now being added to Miami's class of 2023 moves Miami up from the number 44 class in the country 
up to number 33. That's a big impact from a single player. Now, it's very early still in the process. Honestly, I think we're going to see, folks, and this is not hyperbole on my part, I think we're going to see Miami by December trending towards the top five. So don't worry about being number 33 right now. A lot more players are going to come through that door. And listen, even regardless of Rashada, like we knew Miami's class was going to climb a lot higher than 44, but his arrival, I believe, is going to cause an avalanche. I believe he is going to inspire other talented, undecided players around the country. And heck, maybe even a few that have verbally committed other places might even walk that back uh, and come to Miami. There, there's a player we're about to talk about who has recently decommitted to Miami, who may end up recommitting to Miami because of Jaden Rashada. So let's let's get to some of these. And by the way, kudos to our pal, friend of the show, Gabby Yerudia from 24-7 Sports, who's already shared a couple of the experiences that he's had. He's a recruiting analyst, and he talks to a lot of these recruits. And um, he shared this tweet yesterday. Five-star wide receiver Jalen Brown, Gulliver Prep, locally in Miami. He knows Rashada, Miami Immortal seven-on-seven teammates. Uh, when Rashada took his official visit to Miami over the weekend, he actually invited Jalen Brown to come spend his OV with him. So I think he was already starting to recruit Jalen Brown to Miami. So Jalen Brown had this to say about Rashada committing to the U. He says, I know if I do choose Miami, I know me and Jaden Rashada are going to make something happen, Jalen Brown said. So be on the lookout for Jalen Brown. Like I, I felt decent about Miami's chances for him, even if Rashada didn't come. And I think Rashada now being a Miami commit is only going to help their pursuit of one of the best available wide receivers in the country for the class of 2023. Here's another gem from Gabby Arudia. He said yesterday, I got a text from four-star wide receiver Andy Jean said, quote, I would love to catch passes from Jaden Rashada. In my eyes, he's the best quarterback in my class. I would love to play with Jaden. We would both go first round for sure and break records. Uh, seven on seven teammates as well. Now, Andy Jean was a one-time Miami commit, decommitted. Uh, I think that like the percentages have him most likely, I think, to Texas A&M, but there are no crystal balls for him, so nobody really knows for sure. So you have to wonder, like, does he decide, okay, maybe Miami is the place for me after all? And as far as Rashada goes, he's also, he has sent the bat signal out there as Jaden Rashada to try and inspire other talent. He's tweeting other class of 2023 guys. He's been tweeting at another seven-on-seven -seven pal of his, Nathaniel Ray Ray Joseph, who we talk about a lot, local guy, recent Clemson decommit. I've got a feeling Ray Ray, who's an excellent wide receiver, uh, could end up at the University of Miami. He's been tweeting to Ray Ray, and he's also tweeting to the big eaters, okay? Because we obviously know, and Jaden Rashada, when he gets to Miami, he wants to be protected, right? He wants to play behind an offensive line that's not going to have him running for his life on every play. So he's been tweeting to four-star offensive tackle Peyton Kirkland about joining him in Miami. Now, uh, Kirkland is a complicated one. Very heavily recruited guy. Uh, most of the sense on Kirkland has him favoring Michigan State. Um, from my understanding, he does have maybe some pull to Miami. He's interested in Miami. I think there are some family members of his who really want him to go to Michigan State, and he might be perfectly content with that decision. 
but I, I do I, I do have a pretty good idea that Kirkland definitely he definitely is a little bit torn and has a soft spot for Miami. So I think Miami has a shot. Um, Michigan State, though, more than likely. But you love the fact that Rashad is recruiting him. He's also been tweeting to five-star offensive tackle Francis Maui Goa to join him in Miami. Maui Goa, and I hope I'm saying his name correctly, uh, Maui Yoga, Maui Goa, uh, he is going to be announcing his commitment on July 4th. So we don't have very long to wait before finding out where he ends up. So guys, this is this is a huge momentum builder. A couple of other things on Jaden Rashada, why this is being celebrated so much by Miami Hurricanes fans, rightfully so. Uh, this is when you go by the rankings and the scores, which that stuff is not everything, okay? But it, it gives you a visual aid. It gives you an idea. Like what do the people who study the film and critique these players, how do they evaluate these guys? It's not everything, but... Uh, Jaden Rashada, uh, if assuming he stays firm on his commitment because he still has to sign his national letter of intent in December, um, but he would be the highest touted quarterback recruit Miami has gotten since Kyle Wright back in 2003. Now, obviously, we hope that Rashada's career plays out better than Kyle Wright's did. I am reminded, though, about the fact that Kyle Wright's time in Miami had very little consistency, played with three different offensive coordinators. Uh, the offense was becoming kind of a mess at that point, but he didn't live up to the hype, certainly not. Um, you know, Miami has had other highly touted quarterbacks. I mean, Robert Marv was a former, you know, Mr. Florida. Uh, it did not pan out whatsoever. Ja'Cory Harris kind of panned out, you know, not great, but he did – have some good moments at Miami. Uh, you know, we got one on the roster right now who was a very highly touted recruit. Miami's backup quarterback, Jake Garcia, a four-star, just in his class was ranked just slightly behind where Jaden Rashada is ranked. And so, you know, Rashada is going to be the most highly touted recruit at the quarterback position Miami has had in about 20 years by the time he actually enrolls at the U. So that's big time. If you haven't had the chance yet, um, get yourself in a YouTube rabbit hole or YouTube vortex the way a lot of us have done in recent hours, days, weeks, and start watching those sizzle reels and those highlights and those films of Jaden Rashada. You can find a lot of it on YouTube. He's got a massive arm, and he's not afraid to throw deep. He's not afraid to attack to attack down the field, and he's very accurate. The touch on his deep balls is tremendous. Uh, he can also throw the short and intermediate stuff. And I just, when I watch Jaden Rashada, I think what really impresses me most is his mechanics when it comes to throwing on the run, planting on his feet, throwing across his body. I got to tell you, I, I don't know who his personal quarterbacks coach is and his high school coach, but I think they've done a heck of a job with this kid over there in Northern California, Pittsburgh, California, up in the Bay Area, um, because there are certain times like you'll watch, you know, tape of high school quarterbacks and you'll say, OK, I certainly see the potential there, but very raw needs to become more polished. I think the coaching staff can do X, Y, Z with this guy. With Rashada, you watch his mechanics, you say, He's already pretty close, like, you know, 17 years old. He's not a finished product yet by any stretch of the imagination. But mechanically, he looks a lot closer, like the ceiling for him looks higher or sorry, the floor for him looks higher than a lot of the other high school quarterbacks that you're going to watch. So um, I think it's going to be really, really exciting. Uh, you know, 
we are going to take some Q&A uh, because a lot of you guys have been sending us questions on Twitter. Make sure you follow us at Locked on Canes. That's our Twitter account. And we will follow you back, by the way. Follow us at Locked on Canes. We will follow you back. You can also follow my personal account at Alex Dono. Dono spelled D-O-N-N-O. We've got to talk about some of the rumors and allegations as to you know, how Jaden Rashada was recruited and how he wound up at Miami because there's a lot of unsubstantiated BS being spread around right now. Guys, you have to check out betonline.net. It is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. What are you waiting for? Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews and news, including this year's NHL playoffs and Major League Baseball. Actually, the Stanley Cup winner has been crowned. Congratulations to the Colorado Avalanche. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. BetOnline.net. I'm on there literally every day. It is the fastest and easiest way to check on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. So head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. We're available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. So within hours of the Rashada commit, you start to get just hate, um, BS starting to get piled up on why he chose Miami. So a a report, um, and I'm going to call it an unsubstantiated report because all the parties allegedly involved with this have come out and strongly denied it. Now, listen, I know you could say, well, of course they're going to deny it. But the thing is, you don't publicly deny allegations like this unless you're pretty darn sure there's no paper trail and that they cannot prove you did something like this. So an on three report came out just hours after the Rashada announcement that he accepted a nine and a half million dollar NIL from Life Wallet, you know, to come to the University of Miami. And another part of that report that was interesting is allegedly he turned down an $11 million offer from the Gator Collective to go play in Gainesville to accept a nine and a half million dollar offer to play at Miami. But the thing is, like, I feel bad even giving any legs to this because, you know, the person who wrote this and the website that filed it, they can't prove it. They can't. Okay. And that does seem like stupid money for a four-star high school quarterback who's never taken a college field. So um, John Ruiz, who is an attorney at law, CEO of Life Wallet, tweeted out shortly after that report. He says the report by on3.com is inaccurate as it relates to Jaden Rashada. Um, I have never spoken to Mr. Caspino. And let me add some context there. He's referring to Mike Caspino is a, a representative of Jaden Rashada who uh, who does his, his NIL deals. So John Ruiz says, I've never spoken to Mr. Caspino about Jaden Rashada. Mr. Caspino and I spoke about an unrelated player months ago and had a very professional and pleasant conversation. I respect him. And Mike Caspino tweets, Mr. Ruiz is correct. I have never, ever spoken to him about Jaden Rashada. In fact, 
90% of our discussions have been about our amazing kids. We both share something in common. We are deeply proud of our adult children. And it didn't just end there. It wasn't just Caspino denying the report and Ruiz denying the report. Even the Gator Collective came out and denied the report that they offered him $11 million to come play at Florida. So again, like it, I know that there's a lot of NIL money being thrown around and, you know, you talk about Bryce young at Alabama, allegedly having a million dollar NIL deal. It's like nine and a half million, 11 million. That sounds like such crazy money that right there, like right there, that should kind of raise your antennas and say, wait, that, that doesn't really sound right. And then you have the fact that there, I don't think there's any way for on three to substantiate this report and all of the relevant parties have come out and denied it. And here's another thing. Okay. When you talk about Jaden Rashada receiving NIL money, of course, he is going to get big NIL money, right? Arch Manning, who committed to Texas, of course, he's going to be getting probably more NIL money, I think, than any other player in the class of 2023 because he's a Manning, right? There's a lot of cachet that comes with that name. That's just the nature of the business right now. It's just the nature of college football. And in the case of Jaden Rashada, wherever he committed to, whether he committed to Ole Miss, LSU, Florida, Texas A&M, he was going to get a big NIL deal somewhere. So it's not as if Miami entered into this bidding war and that's the reason he came to Miami. Like, folks, that's just reality. Whether he committed to Miami or anywhere else, you knew Jaden Rashada was going to get big-time NIL money, and he will get big-time NIL money. Probably not $9.5 but he is going to get big-time NIL money. So this idea that, oh, he chose Miami because of NIL – he was going to get big-time NIL money anywhere. No, he chose Miami. The NIL was going to be there no matter where he went. He chose Miami because he thought the coaching staff and the culture were the best fits for him. Because believe me, a highly touted recruit like that could have had his choice to make financial gain wherever he ended up going. So, you know, again, when, when you start sharing these tweets and when you start piling on, it, at least try to make sure that the news, the quote unquote news that you're reacting to is actually legitimate and not unsubstantiated. Um, we got we got this question. Um, you know, we're going to do some Q&A here because you guys have been awesome. You've been sending us questions to Locked on Canes on Twitter. Uh, Rob sent us this question. Nine and a half million, he said. That's the question, he writes. You know salty Gator fans and Seminole fans are going to do anything to spread rumors to get Mr. Ruiz in trouble. These memes stink like hater to me. What say you? Well, okay. I already addressed the $9.5 thing, but let, let me say I find it very funny that salty Gator fans are using the $9.5 rumor to try and slander Miami and get Miami in trouble. Because, okay, Gator fans – if you're going to try to get Miami in trouble over nine and a half million, that very same report said you guys offered him 11 million. <laughs> so either shut your mouth or admit that the report is probably not real. Like, right? so if, if you're going to use, oh, he took nine and a half million to go play at Miami, according to that same report, you offered him 11 million. So you offered him even more money, and he chose less money, according to that report, to play somewhere else. So sit a few plays out, Gator fans. Admit, things are not going too well for you guys right now. So I, I thought that was really funny. Um, the U Crew asks us, 
who's the next commit going to be? Like I talked about, I, I think that there's going to be now an avalanche between now and December, especially now, you know, the last uh, the last upcoming days before the dead period starts. So I, I think this next week is going to be huge. And I think we're going to see a lot more verbal commits coming in. Uh, he says, who's the next commit going to be? Ray Ray, he says, I haven't looked into when the commitment dates are, and I'm wondering who you think is coming. Uh, Ray Ray could be a big time possibility. Ray Ray Joseph. Um, I think maybe the next one, uh, and this would be huge, if Maui Goa, who is announcing on July 4th, the five-star offensive tackle, that could be one of the next ones. Let me also not forget uh, Riley Williams, the tight end, who I I, I think is, is strongly leaning to Miami right now, and the crystal balls are coming in for that. Could be the next one as well. And man, guys, you talk about loading up your class of 2023. You already have now two quarterbacks that are elite 11 finalists in that same class. Because I'm not forgetting about Emory Williams. I know that there were a couple people in our comments yesterday who were like, man, y'all don't want to act like Emory Williams is chopped liver. No, no, certainly not. And in fact, if you listen to this show every day, We've covered Emory Williams a lot. I respect Emory Williams. And honestly, even if Rashada hadn't announced Miami, I would have been perfectly happy with Emory Williams as the lone quarterback in the class of 2023 because I think he's really good. He doesn't have as high of a floor as Jaden Rashada, but I think the ceiling for him is very high. Emory Williams reminds me a little bit of Justin Herbert. Uh, Jaden Rashada reminds me a little bit of of Patrick Mahomes. Like, uh, so you're talking, and, and these are comps, whatever. I mean, comps don't really. What do they really mean? But I, I'm just saying, like, I, I have kind of flashbacks to these types of quarterbacks when I watch these guys. So I, I think that there's great opportunities for both. We'll get to a couple more questions, and man, some of you, spoiler alert, some of you who supposedly root for the Miami Hurricanes just will not allow yourselves to be happy about anything. Keep it locked right here to Locked on Canes. And thank you for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. We're available free wherever you get your podcasts, and we're available free on YouTube. Uh, Marla asks us on Twitter, Canes are overloaded at the quarterback position. Does something have to give? I'm not going to say who, but listen, yeah, I, I think it's pretty pretty realistic to look at it, right? Because even if TVD only stays one more year, because he'll be off to the NFL, I think, in 2023, after TVD's gone, yeah, you're going to have a quarterback room with Jake Garcia, who I think will be the starter the year after TVD leaves. Uh, I've not forgotten about Jake Garcia. You've also got Jakari Brown, who was a highly touted recruit uh, last year, uh, you know, going to be a true freshman this year. He's in the quarterback room. And now you've got Rashada and Emory Williams in the quarterback room. And guess what? I think in the class of 2024, they're going to keep recruiting quarterbacks. I think you need to bring in at least one solid quarterback every single year. And that comes to what Marla is asking. Does something have to give? Absolutely. In this era where it's so easy to transfer, and I think players are more prone to want to transfer if they don't if they think I can't play here and I can play somewhere else. Guys are not going to hesitate to hit that portal. I I don't want to sound like I'm coming from a place of negativity, but I'm just being real here. Like I, I don't expect you know the four guys in the quarterback room after Tyler Van Dyke. I don't think they're all going to stick it out and finish their eligibility with Miami. I think you're going to see. Excuse me. Oh my gosh. Woo, live video and audio. I, I think you're going to see, you know, 
a quarterback or two, you know, just let the best men win, right? I mean, you know, some of the years are staggered here. Like, I think Jake Garcia is going to have plenty of opportunity, uh, but then it's kind of a log jam behind him. So let the let the best man win. Let the cream rise to the top. And if any if any quarterback in that room feels like I'm not going to get enough of an opportunity here, that's just the reality. College football is becoming a business, and it's their choice. It's their freedom to go transfer somewhere else. Uh, All About the You on Twitter asks, how many years do you think this group of coaches will be at the U? Two plus years, he says, or they stay longer until they win a national championship in three years. Uh, That's it, it, a tough one. Um, as long as the nucleus remains intact, because you've got you've got certain coaches on this staff right now who are like knocking on the door of being head coaching candidates. So, I mean, listen, if, if Miami's offense is really good this coming season, 2022, so good that Josh Gaddis starts getting opportunities to interview for power five head coaching jobs. You know, you wouldn't blame the guy, you know, if, if he left. I mean, if, if he doesn't feel like the right opportunity is there, he'd probably stick around here for a few years, try to win a title. You know, Charlie Strong is always like, you know, one opportunity. He's the linebackers coach here. You know, he could get an opportunity to be a D coordinator somewhere or a head coach somewhere, you know, you know. Um, so there are certain members of this coaching staff who you never know. They could get promotions somewhere else if Miami's playing well. I think to me. As long as the nucleus, Cristobal, Mirabal, and I'd like to see Frank Ponce. I think he's going to be around for a really long time. You know, quarterback's coach right now. He may end up being the offensive coordinator in the future. You know, who knows? Uh, I think as long as you have a certain nucleus stay around, and then that nucleus also includes Alonso Highsmith, I think is a big part of that. He's got to stick around for the long haul. I think we got to accept the fact that assistant coaches and position coaches are going to come and go. Because if Miami's winning, if Miami's doing what we want them to do, and that's competing for national titles, that's going to make a lot of your assistant coaches look really, really good and get opportunities somewhere else. So as long as the nucleus holds tight, they'll be able to hire new people and replace new people. And I trust Mario Cristobal to evaluate the right coaches to bring in. So yeah, listen, I'd love the current coaching staff to stick around for three, four years and, and potentially win a national title. But, you know, certain coaches are going to come and go. It's just the nature of the business. When you have a team that's doing well, they're going to get opportunities to go somewhere else. Uh, a commenter on YouTube, I can't even pronounce this person's name. Nawiat is their last name. The first name I'm not even going to try says about Jaden Rashada. He says, this guy is going to be a colossal bust at the collegiate level. <laughs> These colossal NIL deals are going to come back and bite many people hard, forcing them back to reality, making the consequence of their actions dreadfully clear. Greed is going to ultimately destroy the system, and you have no idea at this point just how bad it's going to get. It sounds very ominous, but I don't know. Like, okay, NIL deals and greed, I don't understand why that means Jaden Rashad is going to be a massive bust. Like, Okay, I... And by the way, I don't know if that person's a Canes fan or not. Probably a Gator fan, you know, trying to trying to hit us with the drive-by. Uh, let's see. Uh, I was excited when they got Emory Williams. Satan's Pit writes, what a username, Satan's Pit. Is that a barbecue place? What is that? Uh, great height and great arm strength, great accuracy. Now we got another quarterback who has great size, great arm strength, great down the field accuracy. It's a good time to be a quarterback fan at the U. Oh, we get this one uh, for, oh, wow. Th this comment really had me uh, had me floored. 
if this is actually a Hurricanes fan. Again, I don't I don't know. Dante Moore is a much better quarterback than Jaden Rashada. Too bad we didn't get more. <laughs> Rashada is like Ja'Cory Harris. Moore is such an accurate pass. Like, this kid, he's still in high school, and you're comparing Jaden Rashada to Ja'Cory Harris, and, like, you're dis- Jaden Rashada commits, and you're disappointed we didn't get another guy? Like, man, this is what I'm saying. Some of you will just not allow yourselves to be happy about something. This is crazy. Uh, and by the way, huge thank you because yesterday was a big day for I think every content creator in the hurricane space. And y'all do such a great job. I'm such a fan of so many content creators out there. Uh, and it's all love. I don't I don't feel like I'm competing with anybody. I think that there's enough enthusiasm around Miami that we can all eat and we can all get subscribers and viewers and listeners. Uh, but it was a great day to be a Miami content creator yesterday. And I want to send a huge shout out. If, if anybody is listening to this and watching this, if you're new to the program, if you just subscribe to our audio feed, if you just subscribe to our YouTube feed, thank you so much. And we're here pretty much every day. We do five or six shows a week on Locked on Canes. And yeah, I want to remind you, friends, that Locked on ACC is going to get you even more about this great conference of ours. So make Locked on ACC your second listen every day. Host Candace Cooper, who is awesome, and the local experts of Locked on take you across the ACC in under 30 minutes. Make Locked on ACC your second listen. Locked on ACC. We will talk to you guys tomorrow on another episode of Locked on Canes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.